yesterday the setup of man in this world that that a person has the attorney it's a toiv a guf and neshama a time for working in this world and a, and a time for in, for for enjoying that what he's worked for in the next world and the difference between the two worlds now the now the now the, the is going to talk about the difference between other mission kaidmachet and other mission laacharachet. When Adam was first created, he was precisely in the state that we have discussed until now, composed of two equal opposites, the body and the soul. His environment contained both good and evil, which was balanced, and he was balanced between the two to choose whichever he wished. The appropriate thing for him to have done would have been to choose the good. Had he done so, his soul would have overcome his body, the spiritual would have dominated the physical. He would then immediately attain perfection and would be remained with him forever. Meaning, the Ramchal is coming to explain why, why we have two worlds. And that's what he's going to come to explain. I mean, why, why it has to be two worlds is going to be based on this Havana. What are you asking? Like, um, it seemed that it was like over a longer period of time than just, right? Other like, right? Marishan himself? When, like, other Marishan's like, it was over a longer period. Was no, it like, one day. Right, but, like, uh, wasn't it First day. longer or something like that? I don't know. If. I thought there was like a whole like uh, shita that like talked about like how the early days were like each day very long. That's that that that's a shesh me bracious. That's that's not this day. We are normally aware of the soul's existence only because it provides us with a life and the ability to think. As we explained yesterday, what this means that the, the neshama gives us the ability to think, meaning it's it's the the, the neshama Bahamis and the neshama Yaina, which is moishich us to think. About the Rebbeinu that's the height of the Neshama, as we said yesterday. It's necessary to realize, however, that the soul also has another function: to purify man's physical body, gradually elevating it until it too can take pleasure from perfection along with the soul. As we're going to explain further, that sort of it's mezachich, it purifies the soul, and through that, it's able to have connect bidavik b'Hashem and Olam Haba. If Adam had not sinned, we would not have been able. We, we we would have. He would have been able to attain this perfection. His soul would have purified his body step by step until he reached that level required to permanently partake, partake of the everlasting bliss. It's really I don't want to get into it now. It's really impossible to understand why Adam Rishon was chayta, but some explain it to give some havana. Sort of Adam wanted to have a sort of more difficult challenge to Mikdashem Shemaim. Not, it was sort of, as we'll see, it became harder to succeed after the Chetad When Adam sinned, however, things greatly, were greatly changed. The amount of evil existed, that existed initially was just enough to assure that man would be in perfect balance, allowing him to gain perfection through his own efforts. When man sinned, though, he caused evil to increase, both in himself and all of creation. As a result, it became more difficult for him to attain perfection that God intended for him. The Kayach HaRa is stronger than the Kayach HaToyv. And that's why most people in this world do not serve the Rebbeinu and even amongst Jews, and even amongst those who serve, which is but that's because the Kaya is stronger than the Kaya. At first, very easy to open natural fault, right? I was changing the very man, even thinking someone can carry part of the way of the Kaya. I think by associating himself from deficiencies in both himself and the world, first man was supposed to bring about the perfection immediately, and no further effort would be necessary. When Adam sinned, however, he personally caused concealment of perfection and thus an increase of evil. That's first of all. Man himself was responsible for the great amount of evil that existed in him, and therefore became much more difficult for him to abandon it. He could no longer attain perfection as easy as when he personally bore no responsibility for his personal deficiency. 
The effort required to earn perfection was therefore doubled. Man must first bring himself and the world back to the state in which they exist before the very first sin. Only then can he raise himself from that state to his destined level of perfection. Let's explain this a few, a few, a few deep ideas over here. So first of all, the Ramchal is saying there's two reasons why it came worse. First of all, because Adam Rishon himself caused the Avera, caused the, the, the Mora, and that the Ra, now he had to get himself to a different place. Meaning, there's three levels of man. One is Adam Rishon, one of them is Adam like we are now. Then there's Adam Rishon Kaidemachet, which he hadn't yet done. Then there's Adam Rishon Achar, meaning then the next level is, the highest level of man is Adam Rishon, if he would have succeeded, where he wouldn't have any, he would have abandoned the rat totally, that's where we have to get to. Meaning, the Ramchal in, in other places explains when that happens in, in our world, meaning we're Adam now, when Moshe Mashiach will be at the level of Adam Rishon, Kaidemachet, then eventually we'll get to the, to the to, through 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 time. Is going to so I'll, I'll say later. He's going to we're going to get to the level of Adam Rishon that when he would have succeeded that level, which is even a higher level of man. So again, cause the two things that he did wrong. For, I mean, two things made it harder. First of all, because he was the cause of the ra, and second of all, because now we have to get to where he was supposed to get to, which is two steps. Again, we have to get to Admission first, Kaidemachet, and then we have to get to where Admission is supposed to have gotten. What does it mean that, that the Ra was increased? What changed in, uh, between Admission, between Admission Kaidemachet and Admission Lachachet? So, obviously, it's hard to understand exactly, but I'll give two. This, this idea we always say over from the Murray Vukhan, but I'll say a different idea now, which is more than Ramchal say, which is based on Shechayim and based on. Many many ideas born in Kabbalah, which is it's the idea that the Yitzhara became part of him. You've ever heard that that, that idea that other mission now the Yitzhara became part of him. What does that mean? Meaning, before the Yitzhara was outside, now the Yitzhara was part of him. That's a lashon of the Ramchal over here as well. What does that mean? So what that, I think that means, and for many many years I did not know most of my life up till now I did not know what that means, um, but I think I understand what that means. What that means is is that. Now, as we explained yesterday, a person, Zetzahara, is his guf. His guf is an, is an animal, and it's Moshechem to, to not be, to not to Hashem. In contrast to before the Chet, the guf was not Moshech him to do Averis. What made him want to do an Avera? The Nachash. The Nachash was outside of him, meaning his guf itself was not Moshechem to do Averis. He had enough, his guf was, had the ability to be drawn to be do Averis. But his guf itself wasn't something that Be'etzem pulled him to do Averis. Had to be something an outside source started talking to him. The Nachash said, you know what, I have a good idea, let's do an Avera. And then it was enough, had enough physicality, enough chaymerius to be drawn to that Avera. But there was the, the guf, what it means the Yitzhar was not part of him is that his guf wasn't like our guf. In other, in other places, the Ramchal explains that the Nachash, the animals before Chet Admirishan, were on the level that we are on now. The Nachash, again, the older Mahalchem had to understand what the Nachash was, right? You learn the other, we learned the parasha, right? But Nachash, where's the Nachash? You ever met Nachash who speaks? So uh, many people hold that, that the, the idea is that at that point in history, the Adam was on a much higher level, the level that we're going to be Mesa Mashiach. 
and animals were on the level of Adam. And therefore, the Nachash actually spoke and had a shmooz with Adam Marishan and said, I want to, I want to convince you to do an Avera. But Adam Marishan, again, the goof, and that's why it, why, why it didn't wear clothing. Why? Because the goof wasn't an embarrassment. There was no bush on the goof. Because the goof that wasn't against, in a certain way, the Rabbanishalev. Mashainkin, after the Avera, when they, there was a total change in, in, in the whole world, as we will see, and Michal's going to talk about that too, how the world had changed. The whole world changed because the whole world is set up only to give us our challenges. And that was, the whole world was set up for the Mauritian challenge, which is partly, according to Michal, that animals spoke. Mashainkin, after Chet the Mauritian, the whole world changed because now the world is set up for our challenge, which is a different challenge than other Mauritian, Kaidimachet. So again, what it means that the Yetzirah wasn't inside him is that the guf did not draw him to do Averis. It was a, and it's similar to our, our guf that we're going to have the Yemaisa Mashiach. Now, we're going to have a guf in Yemaisa Mashiach and even in Elam Haba, but it's not going to be the guf that we have now. It's a, good, it's a more purified guf. It's hard to understand exactly what that means and why you need it. We'll try to explain that in the next, within the next week. It'll come up, but the, the, there is a guf always, and the idea behind it, but it's not the guf the way we have it. So it means the other mission was outside of him, is that, that there was the guf itself, again, did not, not like by us, where our guf drives us to animalistic drives. The, the other mission didn't have that. What he did have was that there was a balance in his guf that it could be drawn by something else to do an avera. So Nachash said, Let's do an Avera, and there was enough of a guf, enough of a chaymris to draw Adam reaching into Avera. Again, we spoke about for a minute to for why and how it could be Adam sin, but that's whatever whatever it is. That's what it means. And now, instead, what change was that the Eitzah become part of him means that you are your guf is itself the Eitzah unconscious before, where the Nachash was the Eitzah meaning the Nachash is something else outside of the Adam reaching, and that's what is was Moshech Adam reaching. The other Mahalach. The Marinabuchund Mahalach, we explained many times, it's important to decide to understand, which is that says that it used to be that which is not so different, but just it's more just in the in the Havana, not in the speaking about the Guf at all. But it used to be that there was no word the words weren't Ra, good and bad, the words were Emmets and Checker, meaning before the Khedu Admiration good and bad were 100% clear. They weren't subjective terms, they were objective terms, right? There's nothing in this world, almost nothing in this world that we define as good and bad that's not subjective, right? Is Trump good or bad? Depends who you ask, right? Is Hitler good or bad? Also depends who you ask. Ask Kyrie Irving, okay, whatever. But, uh, but, uh, right? but, or, or ask Hitler himself. He would say, I'm doing good, right? So there's nothing, right? There's nothing worse than Hitler, right? That's what you think, right? Hitler thought he was a good guy. I think he thought he was a nice man, but it's complicated, but, it, but he thought he was doing what the right thing to do was, right? And many people thought like him. So there's nothing that we define a good or bad in this world that's not subjective to some degree. Obviously, most people don't believe in killing other people for no reason. But nevertheless, almost everything is subjective. So... What it used to, but but that so, before Chet Marishan, if I would have said, if you would have said to steal somebody, is not you wouldn't call it bad. You would say it's sheker, because sheker and emes should be 
objective, right? Two plus two doesn't equal five. That's not, you wouldn't say that it's bad, you said it's false. So before the, before the Chetim Rishon, the good and bad in this world was so clear that they were objective, they were not subjective. In contrast to after, it became part of the Guf, the, the Yetzirah became part of Adam Rishon, meaning he got confused, and now there wasn't, the good and bad weren't as clear, and they became subjective terms. And that's our goal in this world, is to go the opposite way, and to make the good and bad in this world, which we know what that is based on the Torah, to become subjective. Meaning, to speak Lashon Hara would be, could, should be to you like, like killing somebody. Obviously, there's always levels, but I mean, meaning it's so, it's so wrong that it just can't do it, right? Could you kill somebody? Most normal people can't. Why? Because it's not just bad, it's like really bad, right? It's crazy, right? It's, it's false, it doesn't make any sense. Really, every other is like that, it doesn't make sense. Wake up, blame for shakras, you gotta be nuts, right? You missed out with two bits, you're normal. No, I'm talking to myself. Saying, right? But that's, but the terror is it's not, we haven't inculcated into ourselves the objective truth of even the truth that we know. So that's, that's, that's how we battle. We try to massacre the Chedad Mishan to come back to that is by making Taiv and Ra as objectively objective to us. Like Chumras, the whatever, whatever you do. I mean, again, that's the Torah made it that the Torah is complicated for whatever reason. We won't get to why. So if you decide that that's supposed to do... It's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. I'm saying you know, it depends. Again, everyone... Chumras have... In Halacha, they, they're viewed as Chumras. Therefore, like when Tzirufim happened, different things, you make all... Yeah, it's complicated, but a Kapanam, yeah, but the point is whatever you decide is what you're supposed to do. So then that, that, that's the truth. Correct. Correct. But that, again, I'm wrong, there's, a, there's a whole suggestion. I won't get into it. You're right, but at the end of the day, but there's reasons I'll be terrible when you're supposed to be mach and when you're not. So it still has a call to chumra, and therefore it has different applications. But then you're supposed to be mach when the, you think Hashem wants you to be mach. So. Like the idea of my truth doesn't exist. It's it's, it's that is definitely subjective. Yeah. My truth. I mean, you yeah, should yeah, always look for the truth itself. But but the certain things again. Those are just words. I mean, my truth means that the certain things that that become important to me. That's what my truth means. That's that's natural. We don't all have as since the world is most things are subjective. We don't all have the same truth, even in the Torah. It's just not that way, right? Some people say, what do you mean? Uh, you go, you, you're carrying an Arab, you're, you're a guy, right? And some people say, you don't carry an Arab, you're, you're a guy, right? You let your wife, you, you don't care about your wife pushing the carriage, you're a bum, right? So, she right, I don't know, we'll talk about it a different time, but, you know. Okay. Um, so, we're understanding now why, again, what, the point of this is this is going to lead into understanding why Hashem created two worlds, no Elam Haba and Elam Haza. Meaning, meaning, theoretically, where, was, where did Adam Arishan reside when he, when he was born, or born, was created? In Gan Eden, the Pasuk says. Meaning, what was created wasn't really Elam Haba. What was created was Elam Haza. 
meaning other Marishan did not live in our world. Our world was created after other Marishan. Other Marishan lived in Gan Eden, and only because he sinned, therefore he couldn't be there anymore, and therefore he was created, he put into our world, which was sort of, again, Gan Eden was part of, you know, again, the, you know, the Pesukim clearly said our world was created, and the Gan Eden was sort of, the world was Gan Eden, and I can go into that, the whole Shemuz, sort of the world was in a Gan Eden state, and then it sort of, the whole world changed into a non-Gan Eden state. It's Elam Habo, which is a different period, and that's a different world that wasn't created yet, because that's Adam Rishon, Again, there's three steps of mankind. Steps of there's, there's there's three there's three levels of man. One is that our the lowest level, which is Adam Adam now. There's the second level, which is Adam Rishon Kaidem Achet, which is Gan Eden. And then the third level is where we will where, where Adam Rishon was supposed to go, and where we will get to after Gan Eden. That's the third level of man. That's that's Adam Haba. So. Remchal says that sometimes after coming Mashiach, but before the Chad Charuf, there will be a Tchis HaMesim, but the world will still exist as we know. And Remchal adds on that both the Risham and the Tzadikim will, be, will, will have Tchis HaMesim for some reason. And then will be the Yom HaDin HaGadol Ba'anero. That's the, you know, there's many sources of when the Yom HaDin is in Chazal and there's According to him, that's, that's the Yemagin Dinagod Vanera. And the Barishim will choose who should come along for the ride. And after the righteous are prepared for appropriate levels, then the world will return to the nothingness that was before creation in preparation for creation of El Mahab. Look in the Ramban, it also has, you know, when exactly, again, we, you know, there's Mashiach, when those things exactly happen, there's different cheetahs in. The Kadmoidim, but that's how Ramchal understands it. Besides this, justice decreed that neither man nor the world will ever be able to rise to perfection while still in their current fallen state. But because they but because they remain in this spoiled non-ideal condition, the evil in the meantime has increased, and the evil in the meantime has increased, both must go through the stage of destruction before either can arrive at perfection. Man must therefore die and everything else that was corrupted with him must also perish. The soul cannot purify the body until the body dies and deteriorates and a new structure is composed, meaning the guf is recreated, that the soul can enter and purify. The entire world must likewise be destroyed and cease to exist in its present form, and it must, be, it must then be renewed in a new state of perfection. Again, the world will be recreated. We therefore decree that man should die and then be brought back to life. There's the concept of Tchis HaMesim. The entire world must simply be destroyed and then renewed. This is the meaning of what sages taught us that Shita Alpha Shin Chayalma Vechad Charuv. And then, after that, the Sayyid Fel of Shonach, after a thousand years, Baruch Shalom will, will renew the world. So, this is the idea of Chad Charuv. We're in the end of the 6,000 years. Before the end of 6,000 years, Mashiach will come. And then, at some point after, it will be Tchis HaMesim and the Yemagin Dina God of Anura. And then we'll have chosen who to stay there. And then there'll be the Chad Charuv. Then there'll be Chad Charuv. Everything will be destroyed. I know the Lashon Ramban is that, you know, and the Shem will be Perches Ba'avar, whatever that means. And then, and the, they talk about why in a thousand years, and the world will be created. And with the Guf, so there will be a Guf, you made some Shiach, there will be a Guf, after Mason, there will be a Guf, even Elam Haba. But the person cannot, the purpose of the soul, which, 
we're again we're, we're coming with remember we're coming to explain the Rimchal said a few paragraphs ago that the souls one of the purpose of this of the neshama is to purify the body but the soul which will happen after Tchesamesim and Rimhaba but that can only happen when the soul when the when the when the body sort of has been decomposed and sort of because of the ra in it the chaymrius and it's going to change it's like like and it will become it will change that instead of now our guf which is a guf of animalistic instincts and driving the Yitzhahara it will change at that guf now the recreated guf will not have that it will be like Adam Rishon Kaizim Achet and then the Nisham will have the ability to purify it and it will be Oila Oila as we'll explain until eventually we get to the Madrega of where Adam Rishon would have gotten if he had chosen Toiv over Ra a lot of deep concepts. Um, so to the world itself, cannot, as we said, the whole world changed. Originally the world was Gan Eden, and then it was downgraded. The Gan Eden was the proper setting for other Mauritian to have his challenge. That failed, and therefore the world has to change, and now Hashem recreated the whole world with a new set of challenges, with a new set of, a whole setup that's all meant to give a person a, the, 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 place for his challenges in this world but that's based on how a person is therefore the world was downgraded as well in Kedusha, therefore the world also will have to be destroyed and recreated and there will be recreated both the physical world, again it's not physical as we know it but to some degree it's physical and the Kuf as well will be recreated in a physical way to some degree The true time and place of reward will therefore be after the Tchisamesim in the renewed world. Man will then enjoy his reward with both body, with both body and soul. The body will be purified by the soul and will therefore be in a proper state to enjoy that good. People will not be all equal at this time of the world. They will attain different levels, depending on their work to attain perfection in this world of effort and striving. This will determine how much the soul can radiate and thus purify and enlighten the body so both of them can gain excellence and elevation. This in turn will, de- will delimit how worthy they are in the without the coarseness of the guf and will be able to be dubbed by Hashem in a real way and enjoy we will not be all equal. We will be on different levels depending on our generations. Not only that, Let's say you're brought up in a house that, I don't know, that doesn't drive you too much towards Torah, right? And you decide, you know what, I, I want to change myself, right? So you, the Baruch Hashem can't, does not, not you, let, me, let me tell you something. You will never be Chaim Kenesky. Don't let anybody fool you. Neither will I. I. We both can be much, much greater than we are now. But we were never given that opportunity. That, the opportunity to, you know, Kenesky never, never, you know, whatever, just the, the Kedusha that he was born with and the setting that he was born with is something that we have no, we have, uh, uh, us Americans don't have much connection to. Therefore, we cannot do that. Level. We can't. According to reward, as we've seen in Michal as well, that's, what you, that's the level in the next world, right? So then why does there seem to be many sources in Chazal to be a tamachacham, or to be a oisher, to give tzedakah. Why is that Why is that in of itself an advantage? It should just be everyone should reach their potential. Right? 
Right, there's a famous Bukhan, right? That says, come to Moshe Oid. One Chazal said, no one be like Moshe Rabbeinu. And the other Chazal says, the Kalachad Yachal is Moshe Rabbeinu. So what's true? Can everyone be like Moshe Rabbeinu? You can't be like Moshe Rabbeinu. So, so he answered that you can't reach a level in this world like Moshe Rabbeinu, it's Gadish Kamalach. But we can reach our greatest level, and that's how we can be like Moshe Rabbeinu. So, uh, me and Moshe Rabbeinu, let's say, I'm not close to it now, I'm not, you know, and I don't think anybody else in this room either, the top level, maybe some people. But, but if, if, if you're at your top level that you could be, right? So are you and Moshe Rabbeinu have the same level in Hava? That's right or wrong? I hope it's right, sounds but it doesn't sound right. wrong feels both. No, sounds right feels wrong. Sounds complicated. <laughs> sounds complicated. And there's many sources in Chazal that seem to say that there's an inherent advantage of Limerat Torah or like, you know, like it's Chazal to do this to get rich. Why should you be rich? In order to give tzedakah. But you need my tzedakah, get tzedakah from somewhere else. What's the advantage of being rich? Even saying, there's a lot of disadvantages of being rich in a way such am. But even the advantage of giving tzedakah, okay, but you get, get the same thing without me. Let's say, one of them is doing, first of all, his 10% is harder to give, and he's giving 11%. On the other hand, that guy is doing oif. He's, he's actually doing more with his money. Which one's better? 11%. Not sure. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. This Yorum were given in Yeshivas Ahavis Atera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavisatera.org. Thank you.